Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Oh, you know that sound. Have a holly jolly <laughs> Christmas. Are we going to get sued for this? Um, I don't know. Is that copyrighted Jingle Bell sounds? <laughs> I'm not going to mention where I got it. Okay. If you can identify your sleigh bells against somebody else's sleigh bells... And you want to sue us for every download Then I will gets. be very impressed. Maybe I will offer you some change. Yeah. Um, welcome to the podcast. This yes. is Father Mike and... Father Michael. Are you, did you claim the Father Michael thing? Can I not no. be? I just... I think When that's I introduce what myself, my full name, yeah. um, it's Father Michael Rapp. Okay, oh, but I really? go by Father Mike because I yeah. prefer Father Mike. However, um, if you say my first <laughs> and last name together, <laughs> you will understand why I introduce myself as Father Michael Rapp. Oh, cool. <laughs> Let you guys figure that one out. Uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas! Well, Christmas Merry is Christmas, coming. Yeah. I don't know if I can say Merry Christmas. This will be yet. out. This will be out. Are you guys? Christmas. Yeah, right. Okay. Christmas Are you guys real sticklers Tuesday. about don't don't say anything? Don't do the music and all that stuff before? Um, no, because uh, in the Byzantine church, we definitely ease into especially the nativity for some reason. Mm. I, uh, in some traditions, we've been saying Christ is born, which is our Christmas greeting. So do oh, you yeah. say Christ is born, respond to glorify him. We've been saying that for since like December 20th or something like that. I mean, t- two days ago. It depends okay. on what tradition. I didn't grow up in my parish. We didn't say Christ is born until, until uh, the divine liturgy for the for the nativity, um, but some people have. And actually, I read a thing. And then, do you do like the on the first day of? Do you do like eight days of Christmas? Yes, a novena. Or we what? do eight days instead of okay. twelve. G- generally, yeah. I mean, there's also forty days that lead all the way up to uh, encounter of our Lord with Simeon and Anna in February. Um, there's a post feast. I would have to look. Oh my gosh! I took my I took my liturgical calendar off my computer. Ah, shoot. What? I, didn't I can't help anyway. you. Calendars are my worst skill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. I can, Liturgical, I tried, too? I got everything set up on my Google and iCalendar. Okay. I switched over to the Google because oh, yeah. they wouldn't sync well. Okay. And then um, I needed help with my calendar, okay. but I, I, it was so complicated, it feels like. And then... I finally got it together. I was feeling good about it. And now I look at my phone, and on my calendar, everything is repeated three times. Oh, It's yep. like Trinitarian calendar, <laughs> but I love the Trinity, and I'm annoyed by this calendar. <laughs> I have a... My, mine is twice, because I started um, like recurring events on an old email, and now I don't remember the password for that email. I know I could find it. I'm just not going to take the time. And uh, so, yeah, I, I got doubles on a lot of repeated things on my phone, too. So Now, the, the East and the West were yeah. fighting at one point, or and maybe are still in kind of a cold war, about the date of Easter, but not the date of Christmas. I think we all celebrate the same, no? Well, no. If, if, you're, on, if you're on the old Julian calendar, then you're going to be celebrating it uh, 13 days later, so January right. 7th. But that's because of the, the inaccuracy of the Julian right. calendar. And so that's going to continue to... So in, in I don't know how many years, they'll be celebrating it on January 8th. 
You know, it, yeah. it'll always be changing. That's a lunar calendar, right? exactly. And and it's right, and 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 it's imperfect. So the date will be changing. But most Orthodox nowadays, most Eastern Christians um, celebrate if they're if they're on the Julian, it's called the Revised Julian. So they actually celebrate the immovable feasts, like the the feasts that always are on the same day, so like Christmas on December twenty fifth. They'll celebrate that on December twenty fifth. But then on the movable feast that is based upon the date of Easter, they'll they'll have that on the Julian calendar. So Ooh, it's a slightly so, different way of calculating. It's like it. it's the lunar calendar, and then you have to adjust it. So you instead of having like a daylight savings time where you're adding an hour, subtracting an hour, it's going to be like you're adding three days. Oh well, they just you're going to disappear this year. Uh, well, kind of. I mean, you're going to have that with uh, with the old calendar. We call it you're, like the feast of Saints uh, Peter and Paul in June. Sometimes you can have the entire fast, the preparation for it, what we call the Apostles' Fast. You can have that; that'll disappear one year because the date of Easter is so late. Yeah. And so it's it's one of these interesting things. I mean, our Typicon, we call it our Ordo. Like you guys have the little books of yeah. the Ordo. We have one it's that like goes through the whole year. Rules and guides, and exactly f- for each year about the lit- the liturgy and how it should work. Yeah, and it's nice because you have like I just look it up and there's a date and it says okay, you know, pray this type of matins today because it's, it's extremely complicated in the East and the Byzantine Church. Oh my gosh! Like depending on the class of the saint, when you're in a fast, like right now we're in the Nativity fast and Philip's fast, preparation for Christmas. Mm. Um, you know, one day you can say it depends whether you celebrate a day of Alleluia or not. That just means a day of of like um, uh, penitential liturgy. You know, we, the penitential, it's when it comes to eating and fasting, that's pretty consistent. But, you know, are you going to have a divine liturgy this day? This changes what you do for matins and vespers. Whether the day is a liturgical, so you don't celebrate liturgy on that day, that changes according to the hierarchy of the saint. So are they a polyaleo saint? Is it a simple feast day, a solemn feast day? Oh, boy. And all this stuff overlaps between the immovable calendar and the movable calendar, and then overlaps between where you are in the fast and what saint we're celebrating. So it's, th- yeah. it would be impossible for no- a normal person to do. We need this book called the Typicon yeah. to help us. Or guide. even for the priest to do after a while. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I look at it I every guess day. the average Catholic is basically, I don't... I don't want to know all those rules and how all that stuff works. It's way too complicated, and it is. Right. I just, I just want the. I'll ask the priest. Where are we? Yeah. What kind of fast should I be doing? And you know what? And, and I like, generally send people to the Typicon. <laughs> we have we have this book in the church on a stand, ah. and it's it's available to everybody. <clears throat> it's actually more available than even the pastoral handbook is. Um, and it's in the corner of the church. It's on a stand. And I just, every cantor knows to go there, look it up. And so if somebody comes to me with a question sometimes that I'm like, I haven't looked yet, you'll have to look it up. You Like my mm. mom used to do, go look it up. You know, mom, what's this? Well, go we look it up. have definitely jumped over the banter and started <laughs> in on the, the rules for liturgical order. Yeah, is, is this the topic? Uh, this is your topic, so. No, no, <laughs> oh, no, okay. it's not. I've just, I, this is kind of like, uh, real conversation, right? Because I'm I, I I like get curious about stuff, and I yeah. talk to you about this stuff. So there's like real life conversation, and then um, I 
think that's coming out right now because it's early in the morning and we're drinking coffee. It's not late at night and drinking whiskey. Right. <laughs> this is all your fault, by the way. I got about six hours of sleep last night, but I've, I've gotten eight the past three How nights because I had the flu. He's ah, had okay. this. He's I been sniffled sick. and sneezing, and you, you all, not the best. Please pray for our Father Michael, because he's been <laughs> sick a little bit. But he's been traveling all over the place and yeah. busy, and I don't know. He lives this wild life. The trips are glorious, though. I went out to Christ the Bridegroom, visited a sister Natalia, and uh, Mother Ileana now. Sister Ileana became Mother Ileana. Where is this place? Uh, Alberton, Ohio, so it's just okay. west of Cleveland, 45 minutes out in Amish country. Yeah, those are great sisters. I met uh, them at one point. Uh, yeah, they, uh, a few of them came out. I remember when we were staying at 1204. Yeah. yeah. And, and hung out. That was last summer or something. It was last summer. Anyway, right hello, sisters. Yeah. God bless you. What's our Christmas greeting again? Christ is born. Christ is born. Glorify him. Yeah. Amen. Um, so Christmas is coming and we were talking about technology and I realized I want to greet all my people. I don't do Christmas cards cause I'm just behind the, you know, with keeping up on my contacts and yep. having time to write everything. And I don't know, maybe I'll do that in the future, hopefully when I get more organized with my life. But at present, I would like to say hi to everybody. And I thought it would be good if I could record myself or my band, Trouble with Muzz, that's my <laughs> sister and I, uh, singing, I like it. Uh, singing some Wait, Christmas Muzz is what carol. you call your mom? Is that no no? Who's Muzz? Is that yeah, your, Muzz is, that is what my sisters call my mom. That's what your sisters call. Your I just don't get it, and okay. I, it's not my nickname. It came <laughs> after I was gone out of the oh, house and stuff. Okay, but yeah, in trouble with Muzz. So um, I want to record probably like you know I'm dreaming of a white Christmas something one of those dumb classics or whatever, okay. and then we just record a clip of this and send it by text. Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk to you on Christmas because I don't have time for that. I'm with my family. I'm doing masses, whatever. Right, right, right. And I got a lot of friends, and I love them. Yeah. But I want to say hello because I love them. Right. But I, don't, I want something easy. So I don't know. If you know of this, Goble has – he sends these little like voice, voicemail clips or something. Oh, yeah. You can do voice text. But I don't want to get caught talking to them. Right. Oh, yeah. So you're saying voice text. Yeah. So you, you record your voice and send it over text. Ooh. And you can do a little quick thing like that. I, there's this there's this guy named Adrian who drives up from Colorado Springs to go to a parish every once in a while, and he uh, whenever he sends me an email, it's just it's a YouTube video. Yeah, and I open the email and then he just starts talking. It's a video of him talking. Hey, Father Michael, what's up? How you doing? It's, it's just like and this this video, and it's so much Someone quicker and easier me. than typing out an email. Okay, Sarah Bongers, my friend at uh, she she works at the parish. <laughs> Our Lady of Lourdes. Okay. I don't want to give too much. Yeah. <laughs> Her social security um, number is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. Um, she recommended a cool podcast to me. So as a Christmas gift, I'm going to start giving Christmas gifts on uh, this podcast right here. Okay. So one of them is a recommendation for this podcast that I listened to that was awesome. And it is called... The place it's last week, <laughs> you know, no, that was like guy talking. Oh. It's called the place we find ourselves. Okay, and it's done by a, a Christian, like psychologist in Fort Collins. Okay. Oh, and uh, his name is Adam something. I don't know. Figure it out. But 
I listened to an episode on hope. Okay. It's something about how your story keeps you from hope or something like that. And it is awesome. It was really good. This guy is called Adam Young, The Place We Find Ourselves. And it was recommended by Sarah. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, what's the other thing she was telling me? I had so, two. Oh, these are the Christmas gifts you're giving out? Oh, no, no, no. She showed me this, this app that was Marco Polo. Okay. And oh. it was, it's like what you're talking about. Yeah. You can leave these video talk messages or whatever. A friend had me download it on my phone. But I got the app the yeah, other day. Yeah, I got to do it. You show me after the show. Okay. okay? It's just I thought app. it was cool. Yeah. But I, maybe I, through that, you can leave one of those video messages. Yeah. You, then you can just text people the video message. That's it. There you go. And we, right. can, we can make it a little more festive that way, No need too. for Christmas cards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that, we've got a plan. All right. So those are, that's a Christmas gift for the <laughs> audience, the listener land or whatever. We'll, we'll put it on the Instagram. Here's a second one. I got some... Uh, Christmas sound effects. And this one is baby's laughter. I haven't even heard this one. <laughs> oh man, that's nice. All right. Okay, and then the other one <laughs> Father Michael's looking at me like what is going on right now? What are we doing? This okay. is so Father Mike rap though. I love and it. And then I got a third one All right. because I can't make it to seek conference. And I'm upset about that. Yeah. So uh, this is a contest. You know, like those radio shows? Oh, yeah. If you call in and you're the, the caller ah, or whatever. All right. Um, How are you going to keep track of this? What? You got people email? No, or? this one's easy. You'll see. Oh, okay. It's, it's just very self-explanatory it's like you're doing here. A lottery scratch card or something. So the thing is, people give priests a lot of gift cards. Yeah. And I oh. got some, and I'm very grateful for them, nice. and I'm looking forward to using a lot of them. But... I also want to hook up the hook up friends okay. and all these fans and stuff, all the listener lands. So you can't call into this show, but here's what you can do. Uh, I'm scratching doing. a $10 <laughs> Amazon gift card, and I'm going to read the code, <laughs> and whoever gets to it first gets 10 bucks on Amazon, that I guess. That is awesome. I love it. You try it, and... Uh, if you don't get it, it's probably already been Somebody already used. Got it. You it's snooze, you lose. All right, so here you go. Merry Christmas. <laughs> A Q F W B D H L M S G G eight P D. Go get them. All no, right, our, our editor is going to get it. <laughs> oh right, Mo- Molly. Hey, Molly. Gonna, <laughs> Molly. You're not qualified, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wait a yeah. minute. <laughs> Or I'll no. do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, nobody, no insider trading All here. Right. All right. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. I do love the, you know, getting the Christmas presents and everything. Oh, yeah. That was like, it's just a classic tradition. Yeah. Thank you. I'm grateful to those Magi for starting the, uh, the whole tradition. Thing. I, they have, the relics are at the cathedral in Cologne, Germany. Oh. I've been over there. It's beautiful. Cathedral, very old. It's like super. I don't know. It's a. It's, it's an ancient, ancient church, yeah, and it, it survived the uh, bombing. One of the only things in the yeah. whole city, Cologne, that that survived the bombing. Yeah. I've been there because I went there for World Youth Day. Yeah, and it's it's Gothic, so it must have been built way late. But the diocese was established a long, long time ago. Okay. It might have been the first thing way up, way up river. You know, in uh, that right. northern Europe 
kind of region. Huh. So I'm not sure what to think about relics of the Three Kings. I think they go home. Yeah, I they do go. Maybe home. they were like shining. You could tell the Christians just knew. Oh, those guys were the wise ones. I'm sure there's a story, and I'd be. I, I'm sure I even heard it when I was there. But I, I tend to not overthink those things. Yeah. I think we've talked about this before. You know, yeah, yeah. God gives grace where God gives grace, even if they're not really the relics. If you have that veneration and you pilgrimage there, then right. God's going to give you grace. And I really felt like the. I don't know the spirit of those kings and the intercession of those kings, and mm-hmm. when I. Oh, yeah. Sort of made that devotion and pilgrimage. So yeah, that's true. That's a good thing to add. You know, th- those those three men probably are real saints and are able to intercede. Because yeah, absolutely. Of those, who those relics. Yeah, whatever they are. Yeah, and they would honor people who are making yeah. a sacrifice to exactly. I mean, show that devotion and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, topic, I guess. Yeah. On so, to yours. Oh no, I wanted I'll to ask you next. before because uh, I wanted to ask you. What do you have any like fond memories of Christmas and how did you celebrate in Albuquerque? So we had the the house the house that I was that we lived in when I was in high school had a fireplace which just changed, kind of changed everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have a fireplace. We were always in apartments and things like that before that or in a very small house. Um, we had a fireplace, so um, it was definitely Christmas Eve either with my mom's side of the family or just with our family. We opened one present on Christmas Eve. My mom laid out like, what, five or six of them. We could pick one of them to open on Christmas Eve. Um, and then we had pasoli, which is like a New Mexico thing. Oh, yeah. And that, was, that was a Christmas Eve thing. My mom would make it. Um, chili pasoli, green chili pasoli. And then uh, we'd usually, when I was little, when I was Roman Catholic, we'd go to Midnight Mass, which I loved. Mm-hmm. And just the beautiful, my mom was part of the choir, and it was an organ choir, and it was gorgeous. Yeah, it's a real and nice And we'd come mass. home, go to sleep. And then about two of my fondest memories, though, is one was my dad worked third shift, and he always was on call at the hospital. Mm. So there was one night where um, I remember, I was probably in early high school, and I, we had never had a Christmas without my dad, ever. I mean, he'd always, even though he was on call all the time, we never had a Christmas. And I remember probably about midnight, one in the morning, before I fell asleep, uh, my dad got the call. I heard his pager go off. I heard him leave the house. And I was like, no. So I, I, I didn't think I fell asleep. I thought I stayed awake all night <laughs> waiting for him to come home, oh, like laying in bed son. saying, this is going to be a, like a horrible Christmas. Like you, you cannot do this to me, Lord. Like my dad has to be there on Christmas morning. This is how we roll, you know, like listen to me here. And so I thought I stayed awake all night. And then sure enough, like six in the morning, my mom comes like she always did on Christmas morning. And we had this, the grand entrance into the living room with all the you know all the um, gifts wrapped and you know the fire lit and all those things yeah. and my mom comes and she comes and says okay boys you know time to go open your presents and I was like no I'm, I'm laying here in bed until dad comes home I don't care if it's you know nine o'clock tonight I'm gonna lay here in bed until he comes home and I, he needs to be there when I walk into the, the living room and she's like he's home he came home and uh, I was like what I like just blew my mind I must have fallen asleep you fell asleep I must have fallen asleep but I just didn't remember doing it and then so that like, was just, a good try though very vigilant yeah, yeah. but it, it was it was a moment of of, of a moment of great rejoicing. It was just a like, thank you, Lord. You fooled me and you pranked me, and that was amazing. The second one was when I was younger. I was probably that's beautiful though. There's something about like God gives good gifts to the children who love Him. You know, mm-hmm. He answered your prayers. Yeah. Oh yeah. He brought he dad did. Back. And, it, and I love the fact that it was almost like the times that I've seen. I've, I think I've said this before too. But the times where I have felt God speak to me most vividly is almost always in some kind of chiding, joking way. It's almost mm. like a prank. Like yeah. he pranks all the time. And that, that was one of them. 
But the other fond memory was when I was probably four or five, and I may have shared this before too, but I was, um, I was like, we got maybe like three or four presents. And um, I was like two presents in, like this is the best day of the year. This is the best moment of the year. This is what I look forward to from as soon as I'm done opening him until the next year. You know, Christmas was Christmas for me. I just, I loved it and I still do. Um, and I, I paused after two presents and I walked into the other room and I stood in front of the nativity scene that was in my mom's, like, the room where we didn't play. It was, like, where my mom's pretty stuff. We called it pretty room, um, mm. where, where we couldn't throw balls or anything like that. And I just pa- and I just, I walked in there, and I looked at the nativity, and I was like, I was like, you know, I, it's not all about presents, Lord. Like, mm. I, I, it's about you, and it's about your birth. And, and, and I just, like, stood there and thanked him, and, like, a little five-year-old pious prayer, and then yeah, walked back into the opening my presents. And I was like, I wish I had it ounce of that piety nowadays, you know, just like pause from the greatest moment of the entire year and just thank yeah. Jesus for being born and for being able to do this and then go back up your presence. You know, it was awesome. Yeah. I think you do. I think you have piety. I love that about you. It's just piety is that virtue that's like, um, childish, uh, chi- what are you like childlike yeah. trust in God and devotion, you know, just that love and that uh, affection and that trust. Yeah. Well, I they, think you got some that. of it. I did have a moment. One of my buddies called me on the uh, persecution podcast. I did. I think I did with Goebel and uh, the one that I think it was just last last week. Anyway, um, and he called me when he was listening to it. He actually like paused the podcast and he called me up. I, I couldn't answer. He left a message, but I called him back the next day. And he was kind of like, I guess I had shared that when the the story that I shared with you about the the mistake in identity. And and when when my brother yeah. called me and talked about the the um, um, impenetrable to the prowler podcast, and he said like when the, when I was when he called me to say that they were the cops were looking for me, I called my brother who's a cop, and I called the local police before I ever like intentionally prayed. Mm. And my and I was feeling really guilty about this, and I actually told my mm. spiritual director. I said, I, I I made two phone calls before I paused and just talked to Jesus. Like the, it should have been the first thing I did when being I was kind of so anxious and scared, um, but I didn't. And then, but he said, he said, look, you know, if if you're living a life in the spirit, you you know you do you act out of the spirit. You don't need to pause all the time. Now mm. I still think I should have. I still think it would have been a good thing. I wish I had thought of that. Well, you got to it. I, I did. I got to it. Thank God. Eventually, but th- but there was still. And this is how I see. And I, I told him, um, you know, when Shapu was here in Denver, he was my spiritual director, and I and I loved him, and I still do. And he he makes decisions so quickly. If you've ever seen him like around his people, around the people that are helping him run the archdiocese, he he makes decisions immediately. And yeah. I thought. That is incredible, but it's because of his prayer. I've seen him prayer. I've, I've prayed holy hours with him. I've, I've, I've seen him in intense prayer, and I say, this is what fuels him. This yeah. interaction with God, it fuels him for the rest of the day where he doesn't need to pause because he and Jesus are working together. He's giving 100%, Jesus is giving 100%, and they're working together. And he just, he functions, he makes decisions, and they're holy spirit-led decisions, yeah. and he doesn't necessarily need to pause. My buddy was just saying like, hey, you know, shout out to Greg Henderson, by the way, down in Houston. Um, he said, you know, just this is, don't be too, don't sh- get shame. Of course, shame is always evil. You know, understand that, that you know, you, you prayed at some point and you were living in the spirit and that's why you were able to act like an adult <laughs> in the moment. Yeah. You know, even though you hadn't paused to pray, you were still working in the spirit. And I was like, oh, thanks, buddy. Needed to hear that. <laughs> well, that's, I think that's a really good, um, what do you call it? Like a analogy or kind of a helpful term, the fuel for the day, 
you yeah. know you yeah. hit that you hit that prayer in the morning and then you live on it you yeah. know and uh that holy spirit is just fueling things the holy spirit is a funny thing and i wanted to talk about the holy spirit and the gifts and the fruits of the holy spirit for this podcast because it, it kind of struck me when i was preaching to the kids and preparing for pre- preparing them for christmas at our school that uh we should be asking like we love this like giving and receiving gifts. And a lot of the Christian life is living in that mode all the time. But Christmas helps us to sort of visualize it, see it, you know, like concretize that experience. The whole thing is giving and receiving love from God. That's our whole life, you know. But there's kind of specific gifts that we can receive. And... um, they have something to do with our living in the Holy Spirit, being given the Holy Spirit, and then um, letting the Holy Spirit direct our lives and live in us and all these things. So I say it's a little bit tricky because in baptism, we receive the Holy Spirit, yeah. right? We have the Holy Spirit living in us. Yeah. We live by the Holy Spirit in some way in our spiritual life. And yet you can live more or less by the Spirit. It's like this thing, this fuel in the morning. Right. Like, how does that work? It's like, it's, so you have to understand it by analogy. So it's like filling the tank or mm-hmm. stoking a fire, right. making it hot. It's there. I was thinking like in the morning at, the, at our holy hour, because now that I live with Goebel, it's great because we do a holy hour in the mornings if, if I don't have something else. And it's, I, it's the image I got when you were saying that is like inviting this, this, this horribly childish or childlike, I don't know, but like inviting the Holy Spirit to nest in your heart, like just mm. for the day, like just rem- almost remind ourselves that, that he's there Yeah, and then to say, let's, let's do this, you know, together. Oh, I like that yeah. though. I mean. Because he came as a bird, you know that. You yeah, guys the, the bird. Podcast, yeah. And the bird, there's something that Paul says, we don't know how to pray as we are, but the Spirit intercedes yep. for us with his yep. groanings. Beautiful. And yep. that sounds like a little bird just yeah. chirping from <laughs> inside. So Rolling his eyes and groaning throughout the day at me. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, we don't, don't want too much yeah. of that. <laughs> you just settle down, bird. Uh, yeah. Paul uses the image of fruit, and I like that one too because it's like, you have he, he describes fruits of the Holy Spirit, right? And that's Galatians five twenty two. Okay, and he says the the fruits of the Holy Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and, and self control. Father Mike's not looking at anything, by the way. He had those memorized. Well, those yeah, my mom made us do like Baltimore Catechism oh, awesome. memorization oh, okay. and stuff, okay. and that's a beautiful thing to memorize. Oh yeah, I was recommending that to the kids because. It's just like something to pray for every morning, you know? Yeah. It's like pick a fruit yeah. and then pray for it. But my what I'd been preaching to the kids was that you ask the Holy Spirit for one of these gifts. Um, there's gifts of the Holy Spirit, you know? Um, those are what? Uh, knowledge, wisdom, counsel, understanding, uh, fortitude, piety, and fear of the Lord. Nice. Yeah, and I don't know, so I don't so, have, yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. a memorized yeah, 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 the seven gifts. <laughs> okay, and so you can ask for one of those gifts, or you can ask for a couple of those gifts for Christmas, mm. and God's going to answer that prayer. Yeah. You, but you have to ask. You got to think to ask. You got to look at your life and say, "What 
what, what do I want? What do I desire? What do I need? You know? And then you ask for those things. Yeah. Um, you can ask for the fruits. And one of the things I like about the image of the fruit is it kind of gives me an understanding of how the Holy Spirit works in that you can imagine um, a tree with fruit on it. Mm-hmm. I used to, we used to have apple trees in my backyard. Okay. I had an apple tree and my brother had an apple tree. Nice. And some years it would have a lot of fruit, mm-hmm. you know, other years it had hardly any fruit and they were just kind of like small and they'd fall off and you can't even eat them because they're not, you know, they're sour and they're not developed or whatever. They're not mature. One tree will have more fruit than the other. His always ha- had a lot more fruit than mine. Mm. I don't know why. Mine was always lame. <laughs> I don't know. This Providence. Don't read too much into it. <laughs> keep, keep, keeping me humble, but he, he's also yeah probably holier than I am. But um, I liked that image because you can just say, all right, that's a fruit tree. It's there. You know, the Holy Spirit is in you. But you can pray that the the harvest will be a more ab- abundant yeah. next year. So love, joy, peace. I want a fullness of peace next year, mm. you know? Yeah. I want this for Christmas. Yeah. Um, and you're not, you're not changing. You're not getting something you didn't have, but it's really just like going to blossom in yeah. your life. And um, that's a great thing to ask for, no? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think it's, I mean, I can imagine even as an adult, yeah, I give more gifts than I receive, you know, especially I have 13 nieces and nephews now, you know, so I give more gifts than I receive. And so there's, there's obviously a, even as the gift giver in that case, when you know you're giving something that the kid wants or asked for, and then they receive it with joy and appreciation rather than, you know, just throwing it aside what's next, you know, that, that happens yeah, to a birthday yeah, parties yeah. and such, you know, but, but, but I, you can imagine if, if we're g- receiving from the Holy Spirit, there's something about us, you know, we're going to get the gift in a sense because it builds up the kingdom of God and that's what he's about. But if we ask for it, it will bear more fruit. It'll, it'll actually be more effective in our life. We've asked for it and are appreciative of it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And this isn't, this isn't something you force. This is a grace. Yeah. This is part of what I love about this whole thing. Yeah. It's like, these aren't, it's not the same thing as virtues. They, they do have names of virtues and you can work on cultivating these things in your life, you know, sort of uh, making the soil right and taking out weeds and like getting the circumstances right to help. But you can't do this stuff. This is yeah. gifts from the Holy Spirit. These yeah. are graces from God. These are fruits of the Holy Spirit. They come from God and if when you ask the only way to get it is to ask for it and then to receive it yeah it's not you go and be a more joyful person hmm. you go and be more gentle or whatever yeah. um you develop your own fortitude or something like that it's just that the christian doesn't have to live on their own power yeah and if you try you're going to be disappointed yeah. you know yeah absolutely that's one of the things uh, you know, as a as a priest, I was I was joking with some friends that I the other night that that are not Christian um, that I have I have no idea kind of what the fruits of my ministry are, and there's something so beautiful about mm. that because these I don't even think the people that are receiving 
whatever God's doing through me, I don't think they understand. I mean, and if they don't, then I then they're not going to tell it to me, you know. But but I know it's effective. I know it's mm-hmm. effective. So, but there's something so beautiful about about the grace that's coming. In a sense, is unknown. The fruits are unknown. It's a mystery, and and it's like if, if when I'm in a good place, I like that. I'm not always in a good place. <laughs> Sometimes I'm begging yeah, for the right. fruit, but but it, 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 to see it. But but if I'm in a good place, it's like something about the mysterious nature of the origin and the mysterious nature of the the fruit mm. is like I, just I am merely wandering through this life, and and God is using me in the ways He will, and then I go to Him. You know, and yeah. it, there's something so beautiful about that freedom. Yeah. You know, and, and that, that happens through obedience. I'm preaching to myself right now. But no, <laughs> I I preached about judgment recently. Yeah. And part of it was Paul kind of going through nobody can judge me. Yeah. I can't even judge yeah. myself. Yeah. <laughs> which is the scary thing. It's like, <laughs> right. oh, I want to know that I'm doing good or <laughs> right. I want to see sometimes. Yeah. But um the John's letter expresses it this way. Our life is hidden with God in Christ. Mm. Ooh, yeah. hidden with God in Christ. So you can't even see your own life. Yeah. You know, you can't always see the fruits of your life. And I think that's one of the great joys of judgment mm. is that it, we fear judgment, but in fact, what it's going to be is going to be like this great eulogy where Jesus is going to show you all the good that came from your life yeah. that you didn't even see. Yeah. It's probably 99% of your life. You know, yeah, it's just grace spreading through the world, yeah, and we don't get to see it. Our yeah. life is hidden with God and Christ. Yeah, you know? um, all right, this is cool. So, ask for your uh, gifts of the Holy Spirit and your fruits of the Holy Spirit, yeah. and you'll be feasting all year. Nice, no? Yep. Um, and good fruits. I, I love that idea. By the way, great, great topic. It's so childlike to say. This is a time of asking for stuff mm. and for giving stuff, and it's it's seems overly pious to say you know it, you know obviously bring God into this, but it is so incredibly true and so simple. I think if if we ask for the gifts and the fruits with that childlike faith of the the um, anticipation and the mystery that we remember when we were kids. But as adults, ask for the gifts that really matter. Again, what what father would give his son a stone if he asked for a fish? You know, what, the father gives good thing, gives the Holy Spirit to those who ask. Yeah, you know, so ask for the Holy Spirit. Ask you know, for that's specific. your little uh, young young Michael. Yeah, exactly. You know, Pause. these all these <laughs> things, all these toys are not really that great. The Legos are fun for a little bit, yeah. but you even had that. That's very wise, of course, but uh, that sort of intuition that um, there are much better things. Yeah. And joy, yeah. peace in your life, yeah. well, that's way better than the, the Legos. Oh, yeah. Lord, <laughs> or, give me gentleness, yeah. You know? Exactly. Um, can you, can I you... also want to mention that these, in the mystery of how these things work, mm-hmm. um, God can reveal these things and help us communally. So... Mm. That's, I'm trying to articulate an experience I've had recently where this friend of mine, um, wonderful friend who I haven't really spent a lot of time with for a long for a long time, um, but I'm back in the parish, and a f- this friend came after Mass and said that she cries when I preach. 
And I apologize, you know, I know, I know, like I try to yeah. do voice exercises and stuff before we start, but it's not always successful. No, she says, she's just filled with this like joy that she can't really explain. And so she's reflecting on it. She comes back a couple of days later and um, we run into each other at the parish. And she, she tells me that she's, it became clear to her that this grace of joy, of this profound joy that's just welling up and, and kind of overflowing like a fountain, is not for her, but it's for me. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, she has this clear sense when she's, she's crying that God is saying, um, I love you very much to me. Huh. And that uh, Our Lady is also saying, wow. I love you very much. I'm very joyful in you. Wow. Uh, I delight in you. And it was just very moving to me. Hmm. Like, I haven't been able to do a lot of kind of like emotional stuff okay. <laughs> of late, you know? Right. So it's almost like huh. I'm in a place where He's I, doing it for you. I can't yeah. really feel that joy. Hmm. And the Holy Spirit is communicating this gift through a friend. Yeah. And it was it's so beautiful. I'm beautiful. very, very grateful that she came and mentioned that. Yeah. Because I think you could be scared of like, I don't, that sounds weird. It sounds mystical. Yeah. It sounds like. It was such a gift to me because I've been asking for the gift of joy, but have been in a weird place where Mm. I can't really savor that. I can't cry those tears. And then here my friend is like a prophet is doing that with me, you know? That is beautiful. It's like the body of Christ, you know? Yeah. Uh, Because it's interesting. I thought the the place where you're going with that was to say we can also ask for gifts for other oh, people. for others. Yeah, that's great, too. Yeah. But, but I, I, which is, yeah, it's just beautiful and good, and we need to do that. But I, I like that. I, I'm reminded of some of my thoughts on forgiveness, where if we, if we are so mad at someone or feel so hurt by someone that we can't even pray for them because calling them to mind brings so much anxiety that we can that we can, somebody told me when I was younger, just ask the mother of God to pray for them instead. Yeah. And then in a sense, she's Ooh, praying like for it. you. You can't even think of them, but the mother of God can, because she's all compassionate, you know? So she understands that. So in, until you can take back that burden, which will come as you heal, you can take back the burden of praying for them yourself as, as we do. But in the meantime, let the mother of God do it for you. And, and it's in a sense, you said you're, unable for whatever reason at this time to, to feel really joy, but our Lord wanted to give it to you. So he gave it to this girl and it was like, yeah, tell, tell him this is actually his gift, you know, yeah. that, that you're feeling and you're, and you're doing it for him. Yeah. yeah it's beautiful. like my, my tree won't grow, but then mm. somebody brings you that, uh, edible arrangement full of fruit <laughs> <laughs> or like a fruit cake. <laughs> exactly. Like, Thanks. All right. I got this, it. This is your fruits now. Yeah. Yeah. I like All it. right. We better wrap it up. All right. Uh, thank you. This has been great. Um, it's good to see you again. It's great, great to be back in the studio Amen. with you. I'm sorry you're sick. I'm, I've been praying for you. Oh, well, thank you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm functioning. That, I don't really really care if I'm sick as long as I go about my day. So right. I'm, I'm able to go about my day now. Uh, but real quick, uh, just for the sake of those who are listening who are asked for these gifts, can you go through the gifts again real quick? Just, just list them. This is oh, the shoot. I just got the commercial. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> I was just trying to do the whole 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 sound. Classic. Okay. Um, lame. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Nice. There's 12. I think that was 13, but there's okay. like confusion about a couple I of see. them. Well, God knows what you're talking about. So pick pick one of those 
ask for it for Christmas mm-hmm. and, uh, and receive it well. Yeah. Also, before we do shout outs, um, so this is not a shout out. I know some people turn it off for shout outs. Um, we are going to, sorry, Mikey, but we're going to be recording at Seek, um, the three of no, us who can sorry. go. sorry. I look forward to doing and to hearing it. Yeah, I was, just telling the guy, I've been telling the guys, um, don't screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do it again <laughs> next year so I can be there. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't lose our chance. Um, I'm a little bit afraid that Father Nathan's going to get us kicked out. Um, but anyway, um, we, are, it's, uh, we are recording at Seek in Indianapolis on Saturday, January 5th from 12.30 to 1.45. So that's our slot. That's the Catholic Stuff slot. At Seek, Saturday, January 5th, from 12.30 to 1.45 p.m. Uh, so obviously, I have no idea what the situation is. Don't know what, this, what the presentation looks like, what the studio looks like. But um, obviously, come join us. Uh, we do have a special Seek t-shirts, so t-shirts that we're giving away for free only f- for those who come to Seek, and we only have almost 50 of them. I'm going to steal a couple first for friends, but um, but we're going to probably be th- shooting them out of a t-shirt can or something like that. So if you can come check us out, you might get a free t-shirt and, and, uh, and stickers and stuff like that. So again, Saturday, January 5th from 1230 to 1.45 p.m. And I do have shout-outs. Do you have shout-outs? Um, just a couple of them, but you right. go first. So anyway, uh, at, uh, at Mother Ileana's uh, life profession, um, I was able to stay for a whole week. Anyway, at the, uh, at the party after the profession, I ran into a couple Catholic Stuff fans, and then I wrote down the shout-outs incredibly cryptically. So anyway, um, Naomi V., I believe you wanted me to give a shout-out to Greg and Elizabeth. So uh, Naomi V., Naomi, Naomi, I have a niece, and it's uh, Naomi. But anyway, uh, sh- I believe it's a shout-out to Greg and Elizabeth. Um, so shout-out Greg and Elizabeth from Naomi. Um, also, um, there was this girl I met, and uh, Michelle Habib. She is Habib. A, Habib, it's yeah. Arabic. She, like yeah, it. she's a Egyptian. Oh, I'm sorry. So sorry, Michelle. I forget. Anyway, um, she was a guy. I, I consider her kind of a, a healer. She she was telling me these stories in all humility of these amazing healings she's done through physical therapy. And she mm. works in Connecticut. I forget the name of the company. Um, if I find that, I'll give her a shout out next time. But, um, but she just like, like, like miraculous healings through her physical therapy. And she's an incredibly pious, holy woman. Um, she was discerning religious life for a while. Now she's discerned out and she's discerning marriage. Um, but it's, I just, I got this impression from her that she was just absolutely in touch and the Holy Spirit was you know, bearing much fruit through her hands, through her voice. Um, it reminded me of that book, Loris, that I just finished. And there's a healer in that book that, that that's through his voice and his hands. He heals many people. And it's, it's a beautiful Orthodox book. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, shout out to you, Michelle. Um, I had her pray over my back because I'm having just upper and lower back issues that are yeah. kind of ongoing. Thanks, but, Michelle. So yeah, so thanks for that. And uh, that's it. Yeah, all those who I met, all the other fans that were at uh, Mother Ileana's life profession too, that I didn't get your names, uh, shout out to you as well. All right, for all you Lord of the Rings fans, Patrick I'm, Santino. I'm to it right now, so I, I, I'm one of those, so shout out to me. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. What about, oh, what, as a fan? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm listening to it on Audible now. Every well, time check I can, out this podcast okay. that Patrick Santino does. Nice. Um, it's Talking Tolkien Podcast. Uh. TalkingTolkienPodcast.com. I work with him. He's a real nice kid. He's helping me with my. Uh, cycle because he does a lot of bicycling. 
Oh, I thought you so were. I owe him. <laughs> you mean something else. And I'm, not, you a, say I'm not a Tolkien nerd, but I know there's a lot of Catholic Tolkien nerds <laughs> okay. out there. Okay, the other one is um, the Knights of Columbus at Our Lady of Lords. Um, I told him I'd give him a shout out in exchange for a bag of coffee that they, <laughs> <laughs> they were doing. So I'm, I'm like, this is shameless. This is shameless. And then Cap- uh, Captain Michael Wynn who I don't know if I ever gave a shout-out to, but he was our military friend who came through Denver, and we went to a Rockies yes, game together. Yes, And he had his little sister with him. Yep. I forget her name. Sorry, little sister. <laughs> uh, but I do too. they were great. They, they were, were really great. That was cool fun. people yeah. and, like, dedicated Catholics. And you meet those people who have to really, like, sacrifice to live their faith. Yeah. You know, sometimes in the military, there's yep. just not a lot of chaplains. There's not a lot of yep. practice. And people are, like having to lead themselves and organize rosaries and Bible studies and just kind of, you know, live it on their own. And um, they're heroes. So thank you, Captain Michael Wynn. Yeah, absolutely, bud. And uh, hope to see you again. Yeah, that was fun last time. Yeah. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. This is going to come out Christmas Day 3 on Thursday. Yeah. What? The days of Christmas. I forget what the calendar says. Christmas Day three, three partridges in a pear tree or something. Oh no, I'm talking about the <laughs> oh. sa- the saint sanctoral calendar. You know who's I think the I think patron it's holy saint? Innocence Feast. For us. It could be innocent. I, I might be doing the doing the uh, dates wrong. I think no, 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 no. Uh, Thursday is going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is Saint Stephen for us because we okay. we do we do uh, Synaxis the Mother of God the day after Christmas, and then the next day Stephen, and then we do Holy Innocence the Sunday afterwards. I'm not sure how I, there's there's like Holy Innocence Stephen and John the Evangelist yeah. down in that week, but I always get it confused. Look at your calendar; you can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, right on. All right, we'll see you, everybody. All right, Catholic Stuff Podcast at Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, y'all that, and uh, we're on everything. But give us a give us a good report on uh, iTunes. It's always good to read.